Hello, this is Audrey Mack. The Word of God says in 3 John 2, I wish above all things that you may prosper, be in good health, just as your soul prospers. So I pray that this message be a blessing to you. Go deep into your heart to work divine transformation, both in you and through you. So get ready, open your heart, and be blessed. Whatever words you have received, let you know, here is a key about prophetic words. God, when God gives words, it is not to dig up the dirt, but it's to dig out the gold in you. And let that word, you know, if it doesn't bear witness with your own heart and spirit, I'm secure in that, you know, put it on the shelf. But if that word bore witness and spoke to you, take that word, write it down before you forget it. And let that word nourish you, build you up, propel you into what God, because you know, I've, I've found that sometime Paul told Timothy, let the word of prophecy which you have received, take it and wage the good warfare yeah. with that word. Yeah. God knows everything. And he knows sometime that there might be moment and time where you are, you know, wanting to doubt yourself or doubt your future or doubt God, that you can take that word and let that word bring you back, settle you into the will of God. Amen. It is so important, so important to, to walk with the Spirit. And to allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. That's what this new covenant is all about. You know, in Romans chapter 7, verse 6, it says that we've been freed from the law. And you know what the law is? It's a bunch of do's and don'ts. Do this, don't do that. You can, you have to do this, you can't do that. If you live your life with a bunch of do's and don'ts, then you're missing out on a relationship with God. Because he said we've been freed from the law that we may now serve God in the newness of the spirit. And that's what, you know, even Jesus spoke about in John 15. And he says, if you abide in me, you know, he said, I'm the, the vine, you're the branches. And you can do nothing without him. And what it means is that, that you get stuck in God. And he says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. That means that now you and I, this life that we now live with Christ and in Christ, we live by the faith of the Son of God. What does this mean? We live by the faith. What is faith? Faith is trusting God. And how does it come? It comes by Hearing and hearing by the word that God speaks to you. So now this life that we now live, it's a life of a relationship with a living God who is so mad crazy about you. And he wants to love you and he wants just you to say, God, I love you. 
And you just learn to walk by listening, talking to God and listening to him. Talking to him and listening to him. And that's how you walk with him. That's how you abide in Christ. That's how you live this life with God. You know, it's amazing because in the Old Testament, when God took Israel out of Egypt, you know what God, he said, I want to make of this nation, I want to make of them a nation of priests. What is a priest? A priest is somebody that goes to God to listen to God and talk to God. And he said, God says, I want to make of this nation. I got them out of Egypt. I got them out of bondage to make them into a people, my people, a nation of priests that I will talk to them. They'll talk to me. And you know what Israel said? Oh, no, we don't want that. We don't want to have to talk to God and listen to God. Moses, please go ahead and do it for us. And you know, that's where in one sense, the whole Catholic concept of having a priest and confessing to a priest and the priest will talk to God for you, that's unbiblical. Because now, when you accepted Jesus, you became a priest. You became a priest and a king. Now, what Israel refused to do what Israel refused to do when they were naked, they said, uh-uh, no, we are not going to go and talk to God directly. And you know, that's the reason why God had to bring the law. Because they didn't want to talk to God and listen to God. They just wanted, just tell me what to do. Give me a bunch of rules. And God said, okay, I love them. I've picked them out. I'm not going to change my mind. So... In order to deal with them, to bless them, protect them, I'm going to have to give them the law. And the law was for a time until Jesus came. But now that Jesus came, when you and I put our faith in Jesus, we now become that people that God was looking for to have. His own children, his own sons and daughters. And so now what we do, we talk to God. And you know, talking to God, and I can tell in this house, you guys are a worshiping people. You are, I love Jesus, crazy kind of people. But you know, we've made relationship with God so stuffy, so almost hard to reach. And we've gone back so very often again to a bunch of rules of do's and don'ts. And we are robbing ourselves of the joy of just coming with that childlike faith to go to Father God. Just transparent, authentic. This is what you got, Father. That's what you got to work with. And sometimes we can be so hard on ourselves. Now, I don't know why I'm talking about all of that, but I believe it's by the Spirit for some people. Because I wasn't even planning. I mean, I'm just opening my mouth and. There are some people there. You are so hard on yourself. Because your, heart, your mentality, your thinking is back 
that old way, that old testament of do's and don'ts. And if you don't measure up, and if you don't do the, all the, the rules, and, the, and you step out of there, all of a sudden you're so hard on yourself that you are robbing yourself of an intimate relationship with the Father. And you know the way I see it, when we mess up and we make a mistake and we struggle with something, you know what we do? We just go, God knows anyway. We just go to Father God and say, God, I'm so sorry I messed up. I'm trying to do, please, Lord, help me. Help me to over, show me, help me, teach me. And God is not looking at you like a, you know, excessive compulsive perfectionist measuring you up on you know how well you behaved he sees you as his kid have you ever and you know failure and mistakes now you and I we want to walk and be holy as God was holy we want that's a heart if you are born again in your heart you don't want to mess up do you if you are born again and God is God and you love God, you don't wake up in the morning thinking, I wonder how am I going to be able to mess up today? What can I do to just get into, you know, pornography? How, how am I going to do today just to go and get drunk? Or what am I going to do today just to shoot myself in the... How am I going to do all of that? How am I going to do to cheat? Or, you don't wake up thinking, how are you going to do it? Or what do you... You understand, if you are born again, your heart, your inner heart, your inner desire. The Bible says in Romans 7, 20, it says, I delight in, 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 in the word of God according to the inner man. I delight in the will of God according to the inner man, your spirit. You want to do right, but sometimes we mess up. Anybody here is not messed up? We mess up. But how does God view you and sees you at that moment? How does Father God looks at you when you mess up? And you made a big blunt, a big old... You know how he sees you? Let me show you how he sees you. Have you ever seen a kid that is learning to walk? Have you seen? Heaven, you and your little kid? When he did his first steps, I mean, you see a little kid, they starting, they're finally going from crawling, they standing up. And their legs are all. But they go. I'm willing to be like a fool for you. And then he falls. Now how does the father and the mother, how do they respond? They get so gaga goo goo over the child. They're like, oh my, he's learning to walk. And then he's fall. You know, the father is not gonna go pick him up and kick him in the behind saying, yo, my son, walk. How dare you fall? No, the father is so excited because he knows that his son or his child is learning to walk. And falling is part of the process of learning to walk. 
do you think your father, your heavenly father, is falling off the throne because you've made mistakes and you've done things you told yourself you'd never do? Now here again, this is not a license to do wrong because if your heart is born again, you don't want to mess up, but you will here and there. But when you do, you've got to at that moment remind yourself, my heavenly father loves me and I'm not going to run away from him. I'm going to run to him. And that moment, the, your, and you know, let me, let me say this, it, it's going to blow some of your mind. We want to walk by faith, right? And do you know when you show the greatest faith? You know when you show, not when you go and lay hands on somebody and they get healed. Not when you believed God for a breakthrough and it happened. You show the greatest faith when you mess up. And you choose to run to Father God to receive his forgiveness. Because the Bible says with that faith, it's impossible to please God. And at that moment, because you dare to believe that your Father God is love, is good, and he loves you, and his love is unconditional... You choose to believe that instead of believing your emotion, your feeling ashamed, unworthy, wanting to kick yourself. You know, at that moment when you feel like a zero, and you just feel like you want to run as far away from God as possible, and kick yourself, and make your... At that moment when you choose to believe God loves me. I know I messed up, but God loves me. So I'm going to run to him. And, I'm, and you, you remember the story of the prodigal son. And you know, I've learned not long ago that in the culture of the day, a man was wearing a long tunic and it was uncultural for a man to run. Because he would trip, he had that big thing, he would have to put his thing around, I mean, I don't know. So men would not run like that. Isn't that amazing? When the prodigal son came back and came back to his senses and finally decided to go to the father. The father saw him from afar and he ran to him and he hugged him. That's Father God. Here again, I don't know why I went there. I wasn't even planning. That's not, that wasn't even on my radar. But obviously it was on God's. And that's what's important. So if you're here this morning, if you're here this morning and you've been ridden with guilt, or shame and you've had a hard time to connect with God because every time you feel like I'd like to see your hand yes I see those hands yes yes why don't we just close our eyes for a second just reflect on God
I pray for a spirit of grace, grace, love and grace to abide in this place. In the name of Jesus. God, I want you to forgive yourself. That's a major key. If you are this morning, you want to be free from that guilt and that shame. Just raise your hand. Yes. I'm going to ask you to come right here. Come, honey. Just stand up and come here. Yes. If you say this morning, no, just, just I promise I'll take good care of her. Father, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Just do a nice line. Thank you, Lee. Thank you so much. We're just going to pray this morning. We are just going to pray. And here is the thing, the power of the blood of Jesus. That blood is like spiritual bleach. It means it erased all the mistakes, the problem. But now that you're going to have to accept to forgive yourself and say, Father, it is never your will for me to live with that guilt, with that shame, with that sense of unworthiness and culp, you know, and, and, and it's never God's will. That sense that you, you feel like you got to feel guilty to pay, that is from the pit of hell. Because that's what the devil wants to do to keep you from your father. So you're going to have to make an intentional decision to take that guilt knowing it's been paid for. Father God knows that I made a mistake because my heart was never to make that mistake, but I did. So now I'm going to choose to accept his love is forgiveness and I'm going to choose to forgive myself get back up and get moving because there are things for you to do there are uh, and in the only place to do life is near the father and if that guilt and that condemnation and that sense of unworthiness is keeping you from intimacy with the father then you need to get rid of it that's the only way to do life. To be strong is to be able to allow God to love you unconditionally. Not based on what you do or don't do, but just because he loves you. You're his child. And Father God is crazy about you. So you know what you're dealing with. You know that weight, that sense. So we're going to take that thing that is nagging you, that is hindering you, that is keeping you back. You're going to have to, to take your hand. Put your hand forward like this. Just one. Like you hold something. And you're going to take that thing. And you're going to look at it as that guilt, that shame, 
that unworthiness, that whatever, and you're going to look at it in the eye. And you can name it if you want. But then I want you to drop it down and then step on it. Yes, like you do like a cigarette bud. Go. And now where is that guilt and that shame? It's got to be under your feet. And if the devil tries to remind you again, you're going to have to do like God. You know what God does? He says in Psalm 103, he said, I have taken your sin as far as the east is from the west. So if you want to go to God right now and say, God, and go again. You know how we do? We go again and again. And every time we try to go and talk to God, it's to remind you and say, and apologize for that mistake, for that blunder. And God says, I don't know what you're talking about. You remember that day at the church when you stepped on it? It's gone. It's like somewhere there, it's just disappeared. So stop talking about it. Stop reminding me of it. I don't remember it. God says I don't want to remember. I just want you to jump on my lap. I just want you to hug me, love on me, so finally I can love you. That's what Father God wants. You are a son of God. You are a son. You are a son. You are daddy's little girl. And you know God's God is your picture in his wallet. He's so proud. Have you ever seen daddies that just got a newborn? Oh God, everybody. They go to the grocery store. They go to the post. I mean, every, have you seen my child? That's how God feels about you. So stop talking yourself out of it. Thinking that God looks at you down, disgusted, and angry and thinking here he goes again no 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 god knows that you are just in the process of transformation he just wants your heart and when you give him your heart he can help you to walk through it so father i just speak a blessing over these sons and and and, and daughters i speak blessing and i speak life in jesus name and I call forgiveness, that they would forgive themselves and move on. Forgive themselves, never to pick it back up again. Move on. Lord, I pray intimacy with the Father, that they will forgive themselves. You will forgive yourself. You will forgive yourself. You will forgive yourself. You will forgive yourself. And I pray right now in Jesus' name, forgiveness. I want to talk to you, Mama. I want to talk to you after, okay? Don't go. Got something. Father, I just speak right now, forgiveness in Jesus' name. Lord, I just pray. I just pray for your sons and your daughters in Jesus' name. Sons and daughters in Jesus' name to release them in the plan of God, to release them in the plan of God, to release her. No more shame, 
No more guilt. No more unworthiness. But Lord, I thank you for boldness, for courage, for identity in the Father. I bless, I bless, I bless, I bless. For more information on GoTel Ministry, our teaching, our itinerary, and to discover the many testimonies of those who have been touched and healed by the power of God, you may visit our website at www.gotelministry.org. And remember that Jesus came to give you life and life in a bucket.